Okay, welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Now, I, I tease this segment because I wanted you to think about who would be very interesting to speak to on the recent claim by the Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, that uh, she has enough, uh, that she's had enough of the, uh, of the Trumps, that she at this point is looking to charge, not with a crime, mind you, because she doesn't have enough evidence for a crime, but she is looking to uh, uh, bring a civil suit against Donald Trump as well as the whole family. Take a listen to this sound for a second. I am announcing that today we are filing a lawsuit against Donald Trump for violating the law as part of his efforts to generate profits for himself, his family, and his company. All right. Now, uh, his family and his company to generate profit. Okay, so here we have an unprecedented three-year investigation into the president's finances. I mean, think about it. Who could survive anything like that unscathed? I doubt the Pope could. A showboat press conference where you throw around words like fraud, conspiracy, and falsifying records. Okay, these are crimes. You're the chief law enforcement officer in New York State. Why not indict? Why not indict? Bring charges. Why? Because you would actually have to prove something, Letitia James, and you'd have to provide discovery. The easier course is to file a BS lawsuit and let it drag out, I don't know, one or two, three years just to influence a pending presidential election. Meanwhile, the most damning evidence of public corruption, a laptop chock full of damning emails and photos and appointment books and phone messages, the kind of stuff a prosecutor never gets her hands on, so far nothing. The Dems are weaponizing every legal arm available to them, and our side holds press conferences. We don't even know how to take them on. But my next guest is someone who can speak to this even more uh seriously than i am and that is laura trump the daughter-in-law of the president and a fox news contributor laura i am furious about this absolutely furious this woman ran i'm gonna let you talk go ahead (laughs) welcome (laughs) well tell tell me how you really feel because we're not sure well listen i of course there there are so many people that that see this for what it is and you just did a great job of as to why it's a complete sham and laying that out for everyone. Um, you know, you were about to say, and I'll go ahead and, and reiterate what I think you were going to say. Letitia James campaigned, raised money, and did, I mean, her entire campaign was focused around taking down Donald Trump. She said time and time again, I'm going to sue him. I'm going to go after him. I'm going to take him down. Not I'm going to make this state safe for the people of New York State, not that I'm going to try and bring down crime, not that I'm going to make it a great place to raise a family, for elderly to live. No, no, just solely I'm going to get Donald Trump. That's how she campaigned. And here we are. We are 40-some days, I think 41 days maybe now, from a midterm election where Letitia James is behind her Republican opponent in the polls. Again, a Democrat in the state of New York behind a Republican Yes, in the polls. So she campaigned and promised she's taken down Donald Trump. You just said it. Three years, millions, Judge, uh, uh, of documents she went through. And the best she could do is a civil lawsuit because there is no crime. Because 
What she is alleging is absolutely preposterous, and it's impossible to prove that there was any wrongdoing. You think about what she is trying to lay out. She is trying to say that Donald Trump and my husband and his brother and sister inflated property values in order to get loans from banks. Well, let's keep in mind something. Many of these loans have been paid back in full, by the way, ahead of time. These banks made hundreds of millions of dollars. There was never once a loan that was defaulted. There was no loss. There were no damages. So what what is she doing here? There is no victim because there was no crime. We all know what this is. It's about politics, like all of the rest of this nonsense that involves Donald Trump, the Trump Organization, our family, anyone with our last name. And it's so disgusting because instead of looking out for the people of New York and and watching the the crime skyrocket like we've seen, this is where Letitia James has put her energy and taxpayer money from the people of New York. Well, the sad part about it is that, look, if uh, look, I ran for attorney general in New York, Laura. I don't know if I ever told you that. Um, And uh, I was a Republican and I lost in I think it was 2006. And, uh, you know, it's almost impossible to not win if you're a Democrat. That's number one. But if she is behind in the polls and I want to I want to focus on this right now, if she is behind in the polls because and it makes sense as the attorney general, I mean, my agenda would be crime and making sure that the the first order of government, which is my business, is to protect the citizenry. Her first order of government is to go after the Trump family. And it's it's really sad. I know that this has been going on for years. And how we justify that is is alarming to me. Who is she running against? Who is this guy she's running against? His name is escaping me right now, but he's a Republican who has talked about exactly what you are saying. And I think that's why people are paying attention. The fact that crime is through the roof in the state of New York and you have people leaving our, uh, you know, uh, the state that I used to call home. I moved to Florida. I'm one of the people. Uh, People are fleeing New York to the so much so that we've lost a congressional seat in the state of New York, as has California. Florida and Texas, of course, have gained them because people don't want to live in a place where they don't feel safe or they don't feel like they're protected and they can raise a family safely. And so that's what the Republican has talked about. And I guess it's ringing true for people. People are saying, hey, this is something that we can get behind. You're right. It's very hard to win in New York as a Republican. But I'm just going to say to all of your listeners, if you are not happy with the skyrocketing crime, if you don't feel like this is a safe place for you and you want to turn New York back into the great state that it can be and that it once was, go out and vote on November 8th and make sure you vote for Republicans down the ticket, especially as it relates to the attorney general seat in the state of New York. All right. And one last question, Laura, because I know I know you're always crazy busy and we love having you on Uh, with this lawsuit. I mean, the children being named as well. And if these loans have been paid back, many of them or most of them, as you said, I mean, isn't it up to the bank? Okay, so let let me let me ask a a simple question. If I want to get a mortgage and or or I want to, you know, take out a second mortgage on my home. Doesn't the bank have an obligation to make sure that whatever money they're loaning you is based on some collateral that is sufficient to pay to pay them back? I mean, isn't this up to the banks? Are the banks complaining or just Letitia James? Oh, you think that if one of these banks had even a whisper of a complaint about someone with the last (laughs) name Trump, we wouldn't have heard about it? Of course. 
yes, the, the banks have their own due diligence that they do. They have their own appraisers. They have their own valuations of properties in order to validate the amount of money that they're loading. You're exactly right. So this entire civil lawsuit, and it's, I mean, I feel ridiculous even saying it because it's such a joke, is just that. It's a joke. It's absurd. There is no standing on anything that Letitia James is trying to bring forward. And quite frankly, she's an embarrassment to herself and that office. It's, it's such a shame to oh. see that this is where we are in 2022. Well, it was a great office. The attorney general's office in New York was a great office that fought for consumers' rights, again, you know, to make sure that the little guy was heard. Uh, when I ran for that office, one of the one of the, the the legs of my administration would have been the idea of pedophiles who've already served their time, Laura. And, you know, it's very interesting. It, they've already served their time. And I fought for a law in New York, which would keep them in a uh, secure hospital if they were considered a danger to the community. In other words, if the pedophile refused, uh, you know, to take medication and was continuing to have sex with children, we, and I fought for this law, we can actually keep them in a hospital. But in now, the New York that we live in now, not only are they are they not being hospitalized, they're simply being let out on the street to molest again and again and again. Uh, but in the end, uh, this is, I mean, you know, you've got two kids, Laura. I mean, I love your kids. They're so cute. I watch you on Instagram all the time. But usually, usually about one in the morning, I'll do my Instagram, and then I can't figure out why I can't sleep. But anyway, um, you've got other things to do. Eric Trump has other things to do. I mean, he's running his dad's business. He's probably the most quiet. Um, you know, he's a businessman. I mean, why do you have to be punished because your father ran for president. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, it's it's so sick. It's so sad. It's the reason, honestly, that I, I think a lot of great people decide not to run for public office because they see what happens uh, when you actually try to do it the right way. And if we're being honest, they have done this to our family because they know they can't control Donald Trump because he is a threat to the system, to the establishment. And they're terrified, Judge, that he's going to make another run for the Oval Office. They can't afford it in Washington, D.C. They're, you know, they've been patting each other on the back and and helping each other out for a long time and forgetting Mm -hmm. about their constituents around the country. They're terrified Donald Trump's going to run, win and expose them all. And um, they're doing everything they can to stop him. It's so sick. It is. It's a crazy, crazy team in there. So I have to ask you one more question. Is he going is Donald Trump going to run for president in 2024? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you ask me if I think he should, my answer is absolutely. I think he has to. I don't think there's any other way that we truly get our country back on track without him. Uh, you'll have to get him on the show and you ask him yourself. I don't know. I can't answer for him, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Well, I will get him on the show, hopefully. And uh, I'm sure he's, he's he's relatively busy. But, you know, when we think about the economy and we think about what was going on when uh, Donald Trump was president, we didn't have the inflation. People didn't have to count money before they went to the supermarket. Uh, you know, 40 year high inflation, open borders. Uh, it's, it, 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 you know, crime. And there's no punishment. It's crazy time in America. I can't believe it. And we just, I was 
was just speaking with the other guest of an 18-year-old uh, who was killed and run over by a 41-year-old who said he was a MAGA ex- extremist, which brings me right to Joe Biden, you know, the, the great unifier-in-chief uh, who was doing nothing but trying to break down the country into us and them. Sad commentary, really. Anyway. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, Absolutely it, terrible. Yeah. And, and by the way, that the, that is another incredible joke that the American people, they tried to feed us like Joe Biden was going to unite us. I have never seen someone more divisive mm-hmm. as a, a, a quote unquote leader in my entire life than Joe Biden. Um, it's, it's disgusting. But you know what? I think people get it. I think they see where we are. I think they know what they need to do on November 8th. Get everyone, you know, out to vote. And then we turn towards 2024, and I hope that uh, soon we'll be talking about my father-in-law running in 2024. All right. All right. Laura Trump, thank you so much for joining us today, and take care. Have a great Sunday, Laura. Thanks so much. All right. Bye.